Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 125th episode of our Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary game. The first Ronin. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, speaks in sweet whispers. He is a theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Hi, my name is George. I am playing William Grows Matrices. He is a Foster and Arun of the Glasswalkers. Last time, the packs continued their journeys across the U.S. Kyle continuing his infiltration of the hate group known as the Sons of the Flag, as he attempts to convince the leader, Brandon Gates, to sponsor a refugee family. In Minnesota, Dimitri and William continue their efforts to aid the kin and prepare a great song of both anger and inspiration for their fellow Garu. Finally, Zeb rejoins Korra, Mark, and Stormchaser after crawling from the depths of the abyss. Plagued by visions of Malcolm Wormherder's death, the group went searching only to find the Elder Thurge butchered by the legendary First Ronin. Shocked and appalled, Zeb rushed after the legendary monster, while Stormchaser called after him. Zeb, you feel the race of wind and the slicing of rain cutting through your face as you run until you hit a clearing. The great hairless meta standing there, names upon names carved into its flesh as it seems to gaze up before it turns at to you, its eyes gleaming yellow as it speaks in an archaic version of the Garu tongue. I know thou, thou art there. Hast thee cometh to avenge yon blind idiot? Hast thee cometh to stealeth the chalice from me? O oh, wretched issue, my own forsaken kin. How I give you what dareth to strike me. My own contracteth with eternity allows me to exact mine own vengeance on those fate tosses me. Thy nameth has yet to grace mine own flesh. Perhaps thee shall dareth to leaveth thy signature. Together we can teachest destiny her folly. This is the end. Everything is ending. Surely you see it. This cycle won't end for you either. I come from which for what you have to stop that ending a little longer. Not that you care because of the nation that you say forsake forsook you. And they did. I danceth with envy till time of herself ends. What doth thee proposeth? I propose only to stop the end. Whatever you do, whatever vengeance you exact, is your vengeance. Whatever pact you have made, you will be betrayed. Surely you feel it deep. And no, just as we betrayed you, anyone that offers you succor does so knowing that they will betray you in the end, and they will betray the bond they've made with you. I could only help to free you from that, and then who you destroy is who you destroy. But I would love to stop the end. <laughs> Foolish issue. 
I hast seen the death of eternity. I hast seen betrayal upon betrayal. Thou's quest is folly. The one you killed was one that we would have cast out, tread upon, for who he was born to. Have we not shown we have learned, for but a moment in time, and that that one, the one that you killed whose name was etched upon you, showed you something you did not think was possible? Nay, that gent struggled for everything that gent hast. I hast seen the streams of time, and I kneweth of his betrayal of the world. Then what is your pact now, to only sit in a cycle, never ending? Where the ends come and go for eternity? Is that your vengeance? The butcher till mine own heart is full, empty it lays, for it is endless, a void. You have outlived all of those that cast you out and wronged you. There must be more than this endless pact, even for you. Surely you would not want to be a tool of those more foolish than you, who would wield you like a small child with their father's sword, striking blindly with vengeance they think they can manipulate. There is nothing more. As Cora and Mark start approaching along with Stormchaser behind you. The eye is open. Look what it unleashes upon us. You know it. What comes thereafter? Thine end. Mine end. Their end. Silence. And I shall gladly dance in thine blood and the blood of thine fellows. If it means vengeance is exacted, wretched spawn crawling from the womb of my kin. Ah, but I see thou'st has brought the two-hearted one, cleansing thine hammer, wretched castaway from a fallen warrior. Gaze into one's own companions. Two loyalties is engraft, is it not? Coral can like squint her eyes, just like grabbed. Zeb, are we are we getting it or no? She's found her way and learned, like they all do. The sins of the father and the mother, the ones that punished you, don't carry on to her now, nor anyone. They have learned. The end that you receive will not be a gift. You will come back. Surely you know this. You are unending. Let me help you. <laughs> Falcon provides no help. <laughs> the creature taps at its waist, the cup of joining there. The chalice is tear, the spirit in my own blood. What shall be doth? Die for the cause of sacrifice, for coming together to stop the end, to spare innocents that don't deserve the judgment of the end, and the pain that comes. A small price, small indeed, I will not inflate my worth, but enough. <laughs> and cometh, sacrifice yourself. The first ronin spreading its arms, laughing, showing off the names, the name Malcolm Wormherder, carved prominently across the chest. Taketh what thee bethink is yours, and dribble mine own blood into it, freeze his captive soul. You should all go and find who you need to find, right now. 
Zeb will start walking forward. Not alone. You should go and find all the people you need to find and get your friends. Carl will madly stomp away. Don't be too long. I'll do my best. You know where to go. Meanwhile, back in good old Minnesota, where things are tense, but perhaps not quite as tense, Dimitri, William, what are you guys planning on doing now? I have a feeling that we're basically... Well, I, I have a feeling that, uh, that Dimitri has done all the information gathering that he needs to, um, besides maybe staying a few days to, in case uh, Clark needs has more questions about the Garu. Okay. I mean, we could probably go and do that tour at the paper mill, but I, I feel like we're pretty much done, unless I'm forgetting something. And then we decide not to talk to the guy that was injured in the accident and lost his arm. Correct. And the tour, I, I feel like we're just going to get a bunch of information we already have. Uh, basically, the, the, the paper mill being awful and corporations being corrupt. Well, wasn't what, isn't there something that we can do if about maybe finding missing people? Because wasn't it linked to the paper mill? Um, I think the missing people were the people that died in the attack when the Winterfang fell. I mean, we didn't do any research on that, so we could technically do that while you write your your story. So I could do that while you write, and then if I come across any leads, we can pursue them then. Otherwise, I think you're right that we've done all we can here. All right, yeah, we'll we'll do that. Dimitri will put his story together and stick around in case Clark has any more questions about the Garu and uh, William can investigate the uh, people that went missing after the attack if there's any leads there. Okay. So, as you're starting to compose your story, William, uh, you're doing some basic research on your phone when... Marlin yeah. comes up behind you and goes, what you, uh, what are you looking at? There was a couple of rumors that I heard that there was a bunch of people that went missing from the paper mill. And I was hoping to try and find some leads on that, whether they were linked to the family or not. Oh, well, the Kenning family's still in the area. Of course, the Sloanes, the Davies, and I'm sure the... Uh, and the Sawyer family, and I'm sure you've talked to most of them. I know a couple of the Callow family, though. Not sure if they might have connections, and I don't know how you'd uh, speak to them without revealing things, given that they're not supposed to be in the know, or they've been so disconnected that no one brought them into the fold. Okay. The, uh, the Curry family, where uh, they got Joseph and Gabby and their kids... Darren and Abby and their kids. And I've heard of the Roth family. Uh, Eileen, who's just second cousins to us on the Geta Fenris side. And I heard her boyfriend, Tobias, uh, disappeared, which is making raising her kid a bit harder. And these are all kin? They're kin. They're just callow. They're not in the know. They've never... They haven't been in the know for possibly a generation or... 
their folks were in the know and they just didn't bring them into the fold. Let me ask you this question then, because it seems that there might be some reasons to not bring him into the fold. Would you talk to these people? Would you talk to these families and bring them into the know? I bringing folks into the know is is dangerous, especially if you don't have any Garu around. But even if you do, they might disbelieve. They might not have been raised with the stories of Gaia, and they might believe that their Garu relatives are satanic or something along those lines. Or they'll talk because they haven't been inducted since children with stories of great warriors and the Earth Mother or the spirit and they're just regular people and they can see past the delirium so bringing in kin is usually more difficult the only reason we did it with my son is because we're kin and he has a bit of a grounding in those stories we tried to tell him as a kid of course coached in or couched in metaphor and a level of separation some Kalokin don't have that. Understood. I can start looking into that, though, if, you, if you'd like. Yeah, I just want to see if there's any actual obituaries in the past year or so that line up to disappearances from the mill that also connect to the kin. Gotcha. Well, if you bring me names, I can tell you whether I know if they're kin... Callow or something, or not. At least as far as my knowledge goes. I don't know all the Callow families, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just going to go back to my research, and would the obituaries be online, or do you have a, a town hall that I, I would have to look at to do the research there? Oh, this town ain't has... This town has said they've been mo- going to be moving digital for about 15 years. They're about a quarter of the way there. Gotcha. So all the new ones should be. But if you want anything earlier and some stuff has already been put in paper because the coroner's stuck in his ways at 87. Okay. So the last year should be online then. Yeah. Okay. So is that an intelligence computer or... Yeah. uh... So kind of going through... Their website is terribly laid out. You see, like, everything is a hyperlink. It's not a web app. Is it an honest-to-God website? And you have to basically just scroll for hours and then have the full kind of obituary written up sort of thing. As your eyes glaze over, it takes about three days before you do get some hits on names before Marlin goes, yeah, that's, so that's the only one I recognize. Tobias is there, still under missing persons that you've brought up, and obituary-wise, the only one that looks suspicious there is Danielle uh, Barnett. I'd heard she was a callow kinfolk from her mother, who decided not to bring her into the fold as a way to protect her, make her less of a target. Where was she last seen? I'm I'm Uh, both speaking out loud and also looking up the information. According to the information, the last time she was seen was in her apartment. And Marlin goes, I never knew her personally. I just heard about her. So I don't know much about that. Well, at least as a start, I can start looking for Danielle and Tobias. 
they both worked at the mill, correct? Uh, Tobias did. Uh, she did not. She worked actually. She technically worked at a bar that was regularly frequented by the by mill workers. It, okay. I appreciate your help. Yeah. No worries. Meanwhile, Dimitri in the room, Matthias is kind of walking and pacing impatiently, clearly wanting to get on the road while he's listening to you compose your thoughts and song. Right. I think I've, I think I've got, I think I've got most of it down. Yeah, I, I think this will work. So we're leaving soon then, he asks, and, like he jumps up to Glabro without thinking. Yeah, um, give me a moment to talk to William. He had, he thought he had a possible lead going but yeah you approach william after your his talk with marlin hey william how is the investigating going matthias is getting impatient it's going i i only have two possible leads sketchy at best but it's possibly worth looking into i don't know if that means anything to you since they're both Kalokin. and i i do appreciate you putting in the work and checking for the leads but I know Matthias's uh, Matthias's uh, journey here uh, he is eager to go and it does sound like he had if the message he has for for Moria's Bane is important so I think I think we've spent enough time here uh, Kalokin or not just at the moment, we don't have the the time to follow every every lead right now. As much as I want to help the kin here, you might be right with the level of the possibility that we would find anybody is slim. Perhaps if we had an extra pair of eyes or two, it would help. Yes, if, I I know for a fact if if Zeb were here. He would probably be the pair of eyes and extra pair of hands that we need, but he's not here right now. You mean the one eye? Uh, hypothetical pair of eyes. <laughs> Cause, and I also have one eye. If Zeb were, he were here, would be two full pairs, but unfortunately he is not. <laughs> and with these Kalokin, they are, they might be distant enough from us that bringing them in is either a great risk to everyone here or it just will not be possible so i i think we should get going back to um five mirrors matthias goes five mirrors so that's the moon bridge right yes as you see him pull out like 30 talents and he goes will this be enough to pay our way don't worry about paying our our sept is allied with five mirrors They'll well, let most, us through. I thought most moon bridges were allied, and they still required a payment of whatever. It seems that you American Garu do things differently. I was told that your culture was strange and whimsical. Well, I I don't know how things are across the ocean, but I I feel like I would say the same if if I was over at Silvertara. I don't know if you'd have the courage, and I don't mean that as an insult. What makes you say that? Is it because it's a sept full of elders? Fifteen elders and one legend. You're right, I would save my courage for another day. Shall we venture forth then? Yes, let's go. You guys start heading back to five mirrors. Kyle. 
You're in a dressing room as they're putting makeup on your face, getting ready for the local news. Nothing too crazy as the, the, the woman's just like, wow, yeah, first time on TV, right? Uh, yep, yep, <laughs> a little nervous. Oh, they all, everyone gets nervous, trust me. I, you hear it all the time in my profession. Look, just be yourself and say what you need to say, right? I mean, I heard that the producers are just dying to hear you. Something about like really driving engagement and getting a lot of eyes on the local news again. So, you know, they're all ready for you. Okay, okay. well, uh, I'm glad to hear they're excited about it, I guess. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. Have you have you had any water? No, I'd, I'd love some water, please. Here, as as she pours it into a cup, but you see she doesn't give you the full water bottle. Trust me, you're going to drink out of nervousness, er, nervousness, and then you're going to want to pee in the middle of your interview. So I'm giving you just enough to <laughs> to wet your mouth, let the nerves out. You're, you're very helpful. Thank you. Out of character, have I... I believe that they wanted to provide me like not maybe not a, a full script, but yeah, they gave you they gave yeah specific. they gave you yeah you've been given your talking points. They're on like a little note card. Okay. That you Perfect. can and, and they showed you and they trained you the past two days of how to look at your note cards under the desk so it doesn't look like you're trained and the camera doesn't pick it up and you don't look like you're looking at note cards. Okay. Perfect. Hey, as a guy knocks on the door. Hey, uh, he ready? We got, we got 15 minutes. 15 minutes, and he's, he's ready to go. So, yep, yep, he's gonna be ready in just a second. And done. There you go, cutie. As she takes, takes it up, pats you down. Thank you again. Uh, this was very nice. Sure. Break a leg. Thank you. I, I will. As you go out and you see kind of the cameraman giving you with a side eye, like, oh, one of the news anchors seems really put off by you, but the other one seems totally comfortable. The one that's comfortable is, hey, how you go doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing pretty well. A, a little nervous, I guess. How, how about you? Good. Brad Bailey. Brad, uh, Brad, Mr. Bailey, which which do you prefer? During the interview, you can call me Brad. It'll it'll look more personable. Oh, okay. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you. And this is my lovely co-host, Julia. Hi, Julia. It's, it's nice to meet you. Likewise, little Teresa, as he goes. We were talking about it, and she's just going to introduce us, and we're going to be at the interview desk. Okay, sure, sure. That's I, I, I don't have much preference, I guess. Okay, very good. As you guys go over, you sit down. As you see the guy going... As he mouths three, two, one, counting down on his fingers. And hi, I'm Brad Bailey, and we're here with Kyle Ayers, a local sensation, a rags to riches story, and someone who found a community that really brought him with like minded individuals. Kyle, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Oh, thank you so much, Brad. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. So, I heard that you had joined with a local group called the Sons of the Flag. They're a little hot right now, and it sounds like some people are saying some things. Can you alleviate the public's concerns about the Sons of the Flag and what they stand for? Well, sure. I, I think I can help with that. I, in my experience, the Sons of the Flag really stand about and behind community. 
bringing a place together as a as a whole to make things better for everyone i mean honestly that's that's how i feel after joining them really okay and as he starts throwing you some softball questions and you have answers to those softball questions at a time it looks like they were able to talk and get a uh, heads up on what kind of interview questions you're gonna get before as things close down well kyle I'm really happy we had you on the show, and I'm really glad, and I'm, I'm glad you found a community. I hope we can all find a community as tight-knit as yours, and really help us through difficult times. Thank you, Brad. I, I hope that, too. It, it meant the world to me, and I'm sure it would mean the world to a lot of folks. The Sons of the Flag just announced that they are doing another rally this week downtown. They are saying that they will have Q&As. Counter-protesters have already announced their plans to confront the sons of the flag. However, police have already been called to try and keep things peaceful and civil. And as we know from good old Kyle here, it sounds like the sons of the flag will do just that. Back to you. And we're done as the guy <laughs> clicks it. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot again. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course, I, I hope that went all right. No, it went perfect as you see him like make a slight motion and he pulls down his wrist and you see kind of a American flag on his his wrist. I've been a big fan, but can't really join without discussing conflicts of interest. So I just try and help out the best I can. Oh, hey, okay. That no, that's awesome. Doing what you can is that's what matters. And as Kyle walks away, thankful for his eidetic memory and a certain bear named Steven. After Kyle leaves, um, uh huh, he would like to. Well, I would like to go get a phone so that I can call Ladasha. Okay. Yeah, sure, sweetie, right over here. Here's your phone. As you see one guy go, great interview. You, you, this your first time in front of a camera? Yeah, yeah. Killed it, brother. Oh, thank you, that, that means a lot. You get several compliments as you're ushered over to the phone and you dial as you hear Ladasha answer. Hello? As you hear the obvious confusion. Hey, hey, uh, it's, it's Kyle. Kyle, what are you doing at the local news station? A caller ID picked you up. Oh, uh, it's... How many people are around me right now? There's people running around. There's several people around you, but they, um... They're all clearly not listening. Okay. Ah, uh, it's, a uh, Part of a... You could call it a challenge. Oh, okay. Um... I was, uh... Hoping you might be able to help me with something that shouldn't take too much time. Okay. I know his email address. I will give her his email address and then say, so basically, he should be getting likely an email confirming uh, support for a refugee family. I would like this email to be leaked in this head novel group. Uh, sure. Yeah, I can, I can do that. What's this interesting, interesting challenge? Uh, Basically, I had to get the Sons of the Flag to do some things that they normally would feel a little unsure about. We'll say that. Ah, oh, the Sons of the Flag? Fuck them. Yes, on that note, you may see me in a local news segment talking about how I found community with them, but this is me undoing that part of it. Wow, okay. Oh, damn it. You don't have a car. You have you have a moon bridge, right? I wouldn't say I have one, but I can <laughs> I'm sure I could use it.
Yeah, I think we're going to have to have coffee and talk about what the fuck is going on. It's been a very weird two weeks. Yeah, I bet. But yes, uh, I was actually planning on coming to Denver right after this anyway. Uh, because although it has been a couple of years, or hmm, my... I can't quite remember. I know I owe you a favor. Yes, you do. Okay, we'll talk, and then I'll try and figure out how to, to cash in that favor, so to speak. Yes, that, that sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Click. Meanwhile, in the mountains, the Rocky Mountains, Cora, Mark... You're running still with Storm Storm Chaser. As you're all breathing heavily, the rain is cutting through you even in Krinos form as lightning is striking all around. Storm Chaser speaks up. What did, you, what did the Silence Rider mean in that you knew what to do? We need to alert the Yosemite Get of the last Ronin's presence here. Then let's take care of it. So, okay. you guys head back as you get into... Storm Chaser's car as he starts driving off. <sighs> Alright, we're going to try and break some laws, and I'm hoping that the Get will be generous with their Anglings in case I need to use Gnosis to get there faster. Do what you have to do, Elder. Tires go screeching as you go f- driving as fast as possible back into Yellowstone, while Zeb, the first Ronin, is holding the chalice in his hand. Well, issue. And, yeah, Zeb will keep stepping forward. Alright. Initiative, then. Alright. 40 does, in fact, beat 9. Zeb, I wouldn't what do you... have guessed. <laughs> Zeb, what do you plan on doing this, this round? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Uh, I mean... For crying out loud, King, and he's he's gonna try to dodge. I mean, okay. By some miracle, maybe 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 the first maybe the first swing somehow misses, or he dies and regenerates, and you know gives them enough time that they've gotten away. All right. And as my you know his free action will be you know, did I ever tell you growing up I was so ugly my mom fed me with a slingshot? All right. What is Zeb's willpower? Uh, six. Okay. As he stares, and you are stuck, unable to attack or move, but still be able to dodge for three rounds. Oh, well, all right then. Brave issue standing here against me. We have to stay together. The end matters. Oh, issue, thou art high lone. Mock and laugh. It's still time for the rest. Gaia shall beast consume, and I shall chuckle as the father burns hence my own misprize once and for all. There are others after me, and you will fade back into the story, used to scare cubs, if they have anything to say about it. Be shouldest beast a feared issue. I have lived afraid for a very long time. Death and sacrifice, I've asked from plenty of others. Time to ask myself and show my worth to all other issue from Gaia. Thy worth is a hopeless endeavor. 
promise you, try and take it. As I said, thy name hast not yet been carved into my flesh. Take it, leave thine signature. Let destiny race to meet thee. Or is't thou afraid? Can I move at that point, Keegan? You can, it's been three turns. Trembling, I'm sure, but Zeb will reach up or try. Alright, roll Dex Athletics. Vroom! Moves at lightning speed. Of course. It is good to see that jocularity has not left your heart for so many thousands of years in your rage. Prithee trieth harder. I wisheth to see seeth thee struggle in earnest before the end. Issue? Jangles the cup in front of you, jovially. Test fate. It's not about having anything. It's about dedicating ourselves to something else. I will buy time for my friends. Etch my name upon your flesh. It isn't about the cup. It's about what it represents for people coming together. And that two-heart warrior will bring many together to come. And I will have completed my own pact with her, standing here with you. And I did not need a cup to make it anything more than our devotion to the end. The lady shall stumble into rid for honeyed words. She is not alone. Her bravery will show. Others will speak the words that are needed. Yonder is whereforth the lady shall fail. I'm just going to try to have Zdeb like, step closer and closer to, to the Ronin. Understanding that he's playing keep away and he's much faster, Keegan. Mm -hmm. That'll be kind of the standoff. It'll just be Zeb's going to try to close the distance. Like, let him wave the cup and mock him. And Zeb's just going to keep on trying to get closer and closer and closer, if he can. Otherwise, he's just going to get his ass kicked. Okay. I believe in her, and her goals, and those that are with her, and our comrades. My belief is absolute in them, which is why I stand here now. And that's the point. <laughs> then thy faith shall leadeth thee into ruin. I look to stand in the light of my ancestors, and see her victory over you, as her and her kin you to ruin, in the spirit of what we should be doing, cooperating, and fighting together. Thy ancestors are screaming rates in the dark places of the world. Eyes gleaming, clutching the cup as you hear the fetish itself starting to bend and creak, and you see the spirit in the exposed veins just under the skin of the Metis screaming through his body. Issue, showest me thine worth. Egan, what is that spiral, that 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 spiral piece that Zeb had had held on to? That was like a horn in the umbra. Is it still just a spiral rock? Yeah. Okay. Zeb's gonna hold that, and he's just gonna full on charge this thing. Okay. Roll, Dex. I guess it's technically Dex melee. I will sp may I spend a willpower for automatic success uh, as I charge into certain death. Very you well, may. I will spend one willpower, sir, for an automatic success as uh, Zebulon rolls diff 8, charging valiantly forward. You run by and you get a cut into him and it cuts like silver as his blood boils, bursts, and explodes out of him, though his body auto-regenerates it instantly. As he drops the chalice and you see him turn to you in rage. I shall not forget this. As there's some blood, you have you grab the chalice and there's a little bit of blood on the stone stone earth. All right. What do you plan on doing this time? 
it's still there. Like I'm, I'm still right there with this thing, Keegan. Yeah. Show my worth, huh? All right. I said I'd buy my friend's time. I'm gonna buy my friend's time. I'm gonna attack with this thing again, Keegan. Um, I'll spend another right. willpower for a success on the roll. Still one. Yep. As you strike, and your it cuts into him, so he goes for a grab at the same time. He succeeds as the stone cuts through his hand and he catches your hand with the stone, the curved stone in his hand and your hand as he clutches and he spends rage to squeeze as he does an attack, grabbing you and pulling as hard as possible. I need a stamina roll. Well, that was his attack roll because you can't dodge. Can't dodge, so. As you take one point of lethal as your shoulder rips slightly and his hand oh. heals around the stone. All right. Being hopelessly outclassed, Keegan, um, again, I'm going to spend a willpower and Zeb's going to try to tear with uh, with that thing in his hand. I mean, knowing it's grass, but all I can do is either twist or tear, whatever whatever makes sense, since I'm, again, he is much stronger than I am. Sure. So being an asshole and twisting, or if I can if I can pull and rend either way. Um it's it's the nuisance at this point, you know, the line with the toothpick in its paw. Sure. Make that roll. Oh, two whole successes. Look at that, Zeb. So as it rips out of the side, his finger goes flying and a new one grows instantly. As you see him growl. Fool. Very well. Thoust has shown thy character. Thou ist loyal. And so then I will determine the folly of thy loyalty. As you see him give out a mighty howl as the physical world ripples around you. The earth shakes and several trees around you ignite in flame. Showst me thine loyalty, Zebulon speaks in sweet whispers. Burns without mercy. I give thee the forest. Enjoy, issue. And the first Ronin seems to dissipate from existence as you see a rip into Malfeas itself, as you see all the horrors of that realm bleed over for just a moment, bleeding out one point of willpower as well from you. I'm in the middle of a forest fire somewhere. With a chalice there and a bit of the uh, first Ronin's blood. I'm going to spend a gnosis for Master of Fire, Keegan. Okay. And what Zeb will look for is people that might be caught, people, guru, whatever. The fire's going to burn, but he'll pour the blood in the cup and make his way. Okay, as the chalice does seem to light up, as you do hear campers screaming. Meanwhile, on the road, as the radio's playing, you guys are driving and you just see behind you a giant explosion of flames in the forest. Oh no, Zebulon. Do we stop or go back? <sighs> he is your ally. Go back. As the tires go screeching right. around, go f you guys go flying and the car shoots back towards danger. Meanwhile, back in old Minnesota. Or I'm sorry, no. We're now over to the five mirrors after some journeying. Flying through the Umbra, carrying a very impatient Matthias. 
You know, just Garu things. Just Garu things. As you give the howl and are greeted over in Wisconsin, Unicorn's Guard approaches you. And who is this? This is Matthias. He has come all the way from the <coughs> silver... <coughs> yes, William? Nothing. As uh, Dimitri will say, this is Matthias. He found us while we were... While I was taking... While I was, while I was doing my challenge, uh, he has a message for Fomori's Bane. We need a moon bridge to Garden of the Gods. Certainly. We were going to feed some gnosis to the Karen tomorrow night, and then we can open the moon bridge then. That is acceptable. Could we perhaps contribute some gnosis as well to, to help? It would be an honor. We graciously accept the strength of your spirits to strengthen this holy place of Gaia. We will gladly do so. You guys have a bit of time to yourselves. As you're sitting out and chilling on the islands, Nightbiter approaches as he looks over. You two in daycare now? As he gives kind of a smile. And Matthias gives a scowl. I wouldn't say daycare, but that is one way to look at it. Um, Matthias gives you not, another I, scowl. <laughs> that is not no. appropriate. This young one is facing a rite of passage stumbled upon us on their way to find Fomori's Bane. And so we are passing along some wisdom until we all meet back up. Nightbiter gets, sits down, seems contemplative. Interesting. Now, Fomori's Bane has the whiff of destiny about them. Why wouldn't they? They have one I've trained and one of my own loins amongst them. But... Why would that be sufficient for a rite of passage, young one? As he looks him over. What Karen do you call home? Matthias takes a breath and goes, deep breath and goes, My Karen is Silver Tara. Eyes widen from Nightbiter. Even more interesting. Now, the Fianna aren't ones to send cubs to look for members of not their tribe. None of Fomori's bane are of the Fianna, nor are the ill omens, which leads me to believe that you are not a Fianna. What is your lineage, Matthias? And Matthias goes, my lineage is my own concern. Apps. Uh, but it is, there's a whiff of something about you. Hmm. Perhaps, if I may speak, it is the whiff of destiny. Perhaps his fate is tied to Fomori's bane. Perhaps it is. Perhaps it is. As is yours, I'm no doubt, and theirs to yours. You do seem to travel together quite frequently. <laughs> but now I have to wonder, what ways are you wandering? Silver Tara. Fifteen jewels, plus the master. One who would call himself king. Well, anyway. Dimitri, William. Keep him out of trouble, will you? Understood. Oh, we'll do our best. Good. Please, have a seat. As he points to one of the rocks. William will take a seat. The rock starts sinking as it's in silt. 
as you start going down, as he goes, oh, that joke never gets old. Mark, Kyle, and now you. Welcome to the family. As he gets up laughing as he starts walking back to the heart of the Karen. Gonna help William back up on his feet. <sighs> Thank you, Dimitri. You're welcome. I think we... I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut. That would be best right now. As Matthias gives a silent nod and looks at Nightbiter as he walks, clearly concerned. Before we go back now to Colorado Springs, Kyle, it's been a couple days when you're called into Mr. Gates's office again. Is this the first time we've spoken since the interview? Yes. Okay. Kyle? Mr. Gates, uh, I hope the interview went the way you hoped. It was great. We're getting strings pulled. We're getting it and posting it in all the social media groups. You hit every point we wanted you to hit. Great. I'm glad to hear it. Absolutely. Hey, one of ours is going to start a social, has a social media channel that's not affiliated with this group, but several group members have contributed. You have a voice for the screen and this kind of interview process. I know that they pay decent wages, and, well, why wouldn't you use your natural charisma to help bring people to the cause? Oh, well, I guess I never thought about it, but I... Why, could you give me some more details on it, and I'll... I guess I'll think it over. Sure, they have several places they're on all the major podcasting sites and of course video sharing sites they're called under god news they speak about trying to make sure that we hold up the religious tenets of the constitution as well as the freedoms that it produces as we all know freedom would not exist without judeo-christian values and so they try and keep the secularists out of there so we stop we don't fall into stalin-like thinking but they make sure to attack cultural Marxists as well as shed light on good community members and people who have been truly assimilated by the American dream, proving that people know their place and they're happy in it, if you catch my meaning. Out of character, have I, in any of the points that he had me speak, because uh, I know what I've said, mm -hmm. have I ever mentioned... God, religion, Christianity of any kind. Just a little bit. You you use the word Western civilization. Well, I've I've never been involved much in in the church, to be honest. I don't know how well they'd take to me. So it does. You don't have to truly be one hundred percent integrated with the church, though. Certain demographics of definitely think closer to what we do. All I'm saying is that civilization wouldn't have existed without the church. All the founders were Christians, and their Christian values are baked into the Constitution. It's the foundation. The Christian church fought against the savagery of the Crusades and the invasions of the Mongols. It's all in, all, all in the name, of course, of protecting our values. But here's some of their information. Here's, uh, I sent you, I, I'll send you an email that'll have all the links you need of some of the major stories to get you an idea of how they talk. They, they have a wide variety of personalities. I highlighted the ones that 
are more akin to your manner of speech and your sort of respectability. You're a good... This is... This may sound uncharitable, and it is not meant to be. It is a vital function of how we operate. You're a good doorman. You open the door, you present a polite face, and you show people the door. And then those people will sometimes, you know, stop on the dance floor, and others will go to the bar to spend the real money and keep the establishment open and allow the establishment to expand. And of course, as the establishment expands and our values expand and the bar gets bigger and you are able to greet more and more people, you're able to express more of your true views in a way that makes our big tent operation just a little more honest once people understand that what we said was always true. But sometimes, as they say, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Okay, no, I, I I take your meaning. Oh, I I meant to ask how all of those those projects were going. Underway, I've got an email from the State Department. So, I'll be able to use that in certain circles. And thanks to the almighty algorithm, it'll make sure that we keep keep that out of some of the more narrow-minded members. Oh, yeah, I I suppose that'd be necessary. But, but, but a good suggestion, all the same. Well, I'm, I'm glad you think so. And, and thank you again for that. Well, this opportunity, I, I, I'll watch the videos and, and think hard on, well, what direction my life might take, I suppose. I think you'll go far. Kyle, it has been a pleasure as he gets up and extends his hand to shake yours, working with you. It really has been. You've injected new blood and you've come with good new ideas to help the organization grow and defend itself on certain battlefields. I'm I'm happy to help, Mr. Gates. Thank you. As you leave and you start heading back to Sacred Stone as you have a dinner date with Ladasha up in Denver. But until then, Zeb, you're rushing, trying to rush around as the fire is spreading. The veil is thin enough here that you hear the maniacal laughter of Burns Without Mercy living up to his namesake, being allowed to just play through the sheer summoning of wills from the first Ronin. This is a ma- I mean, it's Yellowstone, right? This thing is being unleashed through Yellowstone National Park? Yeah, or just south of it, south, uh, southwest. Just south of it? Yeah, oh south, southwest of it, yeah. <sighs> He's everywhere now. He's he's just massive. Yeah, well, yeah, because he's just absorbing trees and burning them down. Fuck. Well, I didn't summon him. Are there any? Well, there's 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 sources of water through here, but I guess yeah, it's it's raining. It's raining it right raining? now, but it's been so dry that you know the the wind is actually doing more damage from the storm than the rain is helping put out the fire. All right. It's gonna be a lot of just trying to get people out of the out of its way, just knowing okay. that it's, it's it's a complete onslaught. Um, so within the limits of the veil, clearly. But mm-hmm. um, Zeb will just try to run around and get you know people that he knows are just doomed to die to to some kind of safety or at least running. As you're as you're running, you see Cora, Mark, and Storm Chaser arriving next to you as they're just going. We saw the fire. I had him turn around. We couldn't let you do this all, all, all by yourself. It would take too long to get to the cairn. Double kind of 
Look. We have to go. It's... It's unleashed this. Is there anyone in the area? There are screams in parts of where the fire has gotten where you have not. There are some people we still need to tell or detect to. I'd be glad for the help for anyone that's willing to stay. But I want to at least get these people out. And let's do it. But what about the fire? Birds Without Mercy has been unleashed by the power of the first Ronin. It's going to burn until it maybe hits a fire break. Which maybe we can get out in front of it once we get these people out here and stop part of it. The wind doesn't help. Maybe we can do both at the same time. You and Two Hearts can go help people in the park. Red Storm Chaser and I can summon a Storm Spirit. Bring up. Here goes. I'm not a, I'm not a Thurge. Well, I am. Sounds like a plan. Zeb, let's help. Now look at Storm Chaser. Do you have a regular phone that you could call someone to let them know this has happened? An emergency call? Sure, uh, I'll do that right now. Uh, as he calls and gets park rangers and the police and county, like 911 kind of thing. Okay. As you guys go saving people, and then Mark, you're going to summon a another spirit. I would recommend you choose the conventional route on this, only because you're going to have one spirit be consumed by another, or try. They're, they're going to fight it out, which, well, maybe not. Maybe it won't be worse. Okay. Because I was just about to ask for suggestions. What a storm spirit, or a rain spirit, or a water well, it's spirit? It's already raining, right? Right. So we could bring a storm in to encourage more rain. Like, well, and it's 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 the wind that's blowing right now because the ground is so dry. So we could try to you could try to feed rain by making the rain stronger. Okay. Rather uh, find one that's up there, and you know we can we can we can help it out to unleash more water or bring one here. But again. In the Umbra, these these things are all fighting each other and, and doing their dance. Uh, okay. So instead of summoning the spirit, I, I, I want to try definitely communicating with that spirit then. If it's already here, if it's like, you know, if it's raining and it's uh, already present, then I just make the, its presence stronger then. Okay, how do you plan on making the spirit stronger? Any suggestions on how to go about this? Because I know I gotta, I gotta convince the spirit to do this. I mean, one you just pump him full of gnosis and be like, "Please rain harder." That's always a good because I'm. I'm and full and of honestly, gnosis. You, I mean, then at that point, you, you you're a big guy. You guys make a couple fire breaks just to give people the chance to get out, and 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 we're out of here because this is this is when the humans are gonna come in and do their thing, and we're gonna protect the veil. Would be just be my suggestion. So you're not you're not bogged down here trying to bring other spirits in to do a spiritual solution to it. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Just pumping it full of gnosis. Basically, I'll howl at the uh, water storm spirit that's causing the rain, and I'll offer it more gnosis for its work to continue and not to be destroyed by the fire, and hopefully maybe strengthen it in its fight against it. Roll me 1d10 for luck. If you roll a 1, the spirit isn't awakened. It's just a spirit existing, which means you'd have to run the rite of spirit awakening before you could give it Gnosis to rain harder and negotiate with it. If you roll anything else, it's already awakened. The spirit is awake. As it looks down, wind blasting everywhere. What do you wish? Why do you call to me? Spirit, I offer you more Gnosis for you to rain more down upon it. I will need much Gnosis. The spirit has consumed many already free spirits in its belt. How much gnosis can thou give me? I will offer as much as I can spare, 
and I will give him five. All right, as you pump him full and rain just comes down. Like it starts to pick up real heavy as you hear the screams and the rage of Burns Without Mercy. As you guys do your digging, you're able to save a couple people. Some are passed out from carbon monoxide and Cora, you're able to run through fire carrying them in your arms because they're passed out. So you're able to just like jump through the flames, full Krynos, and then put them down a good distance from the fire before the fire department shows up. Super. You guys are out of there. So you guys are able to move away. Thankfully, the peak where the hammer is isn't burning because it's mostly above tree line as you have some time to rest. Resting is good. Resting is nice. Thank you all, all for right. coming back for me. Truly. It wouldn't have felt right if we just left you there. Hold up the chalice. Well, we did it. Well done. Coral, like, had him on the shoulders, like, good job, bud. <laughs> well Thanks. done. Now I just gotta get back. Do your willpower thing. While you are resting, Zeb, during the night, you feel a hand get placed on your chest and go up to your throat. Just wake up with a start. A hand placed over your mouth, naked and clawed, as you see the carved flesh of the first Ronin looking at you, his eyes gleaming, his eyes burning like two amber stars in the shadows of the night. Clever Ishi, destiny withholds thy name from me. If it be true, be faileth in the lands of the dead, be shall beest I am eager to gnawing on thy bones. Before the creature vanishes. As we go back to Colorado Springs, Kyle, or actually Denver. Kyle, you're in Denver at a little cafe with Ladasha. Hey, so I got that email. I sent it out to the places you said. Oh, thank you. I'm... Pretty sure that email will cause the group to either implode or become better. One of the two. Probably implode. Sure, sure. So how deep did you get into the Sons of the Flag? I mean, you said you it's only been two weeks, but you know they usually don't accept members after, for a while, so I'm guessing you've been trying this hustle for a while. I have met Brandon Gates like a half dozen times. Holy shit. And... Yeah, it, it's, I just kind of walked up and talked to them at a rally, and then I met him, like, like the next day? Yeah. It, I'm not going to say that it was just about every word out of my mouth was wretched poison, but meeting him was a lot easier than I expected it to be. Okay. So you're in the official head novel group, not the... The, the look at me group, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm in both, but yeah. Okay, so what I need you to do then is before you get kicked out of that group because it's on super private lockdown, I need you to go into the member list and screenshot every last name in there and send it to me. Sure, yeah, I can do that. I, if, if you've got something I can log in on, I suppose I could do it now for you. Yeah, I can do that. Well, let's go back to the set. We got computers there, and we can mask your IP. Oh, sure, sure. Okay. 
I certainly that that hides me, right? To a degree, we'll still be using your profile, so we're gonna have to make sure that we cut out anything that identifies you. Okay, yeah, that that. Um, but I can do that it, before I leak the the names. Okay, that that's fine. Just uh, I suppose you'll have to make sure that my name's on there too. Yeah, well, I can remove that. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look for anyone who has any sort of political power who's in those groups. Check them, oh. go through, see if they're cops, see if they're well, politicians, see if The chief they're... of police was in their meeting house, so... Fuck, okay, For Colorado yeah. Springs. Sure, but they're, they're members all over the state and all over the country, so find that, throw that out there, and get some people to lose their fucking jobs. Yeah. It's not enough, no, that's, but it's a start. that's great. Sure, yeah, let's, uh, let's do it. And that's what you spend the rest of your time with. Cora... Mark, you unbury the hammer. Fantastic. And it's time for the rite of cleansing. And you have three Garu here on top of Korra, who has to hold the hammer, to aid you in the rite of cleansing. Mm-hmm. And because of those two there, the difficulty drops to diff six. Heck yes. As you hold it, the right goes off. Or you find yourself in a dying forest. There is snow everywhere. All your companions gone. The hammer out of your hands. I'll kind of look around, kind of expecting the spirit that's in the hammer to be there. Yep. From the woods crunches out a man who also is a mangy wolf. The wolf patters through. And you see the wolf, and you also see the man, a wolf skin donning him, though clearly the headdress was originally meant to be sacred. It is now profane, a, a mockery and an insult to the creature he killed. In his hand, a bloody hammer, and his eyes a frenzy, long beard that's also patchy with mange, his gnarled hands around it. You have come into my realm. I have. Pitiful guy and thing. Crunch. Crunch. And now it is the test of wills. Roll me your willpower. Permanent, Cora. You need a total of five successes before they do. Div six. Hey, how many do I need? You need a total of five. Five? Okay. Come on, bitch, let's go. As you, it tries to step forward and you blast with your oil power, the creature staggers back, its foot crunch, its hind leg crunching into the snow as it partially collapses, it gets up, and the man growls and you see the wolf meld with him. The duality slowly becoming one and you see fur regrowing into the mangy patches of the wolf. That encourages, that encourages Korra so very much, seeing that son of a bitch. All right, you succeed as you blast and the, the taint is burned away. You snap back into existence as you see the last of the tarnish explode off the head of the hammer. Yes! As you hold the iron hammer aloft and have claimed it as your own. Yay! I'm so excited. Now she has to learn how to use it. Sure does. <laughs> Melee costs experience, son. <laughs> yes, it does. It's a good thing I have 30. <laughs> good lord. Okay. <laughs> so, we're just gonna try and 
get our timelines somewhat set up. Once everything has completed, it is June 30th for After Everyone's Things, and you all start arriving back at the Sacred Stone. The car of Storm Tracer pulls into the park. As you two are able to leave, Corey, you're trying to like hide your hammer, but due to one int, you have Mark and Storm Chaser going, no, Cora, like this. <laughs> this. That's, that's how you hide a hammer. In your coat. <laughs> as the moon bridge ignites, Kyle, you've returned as you heard on the radio and Steven laughing at the radio about how there's a whole scandal with right-wing groups throwing mud at the Sons of the Flag when it was revealed that the leader was in the process of sponsoring a refugee family, and the process is too far along for him to pull back now. When you see the Moonbridge ignite open as Steven goes, oh, it was probably your boys, right? Dim and William. That's probably them. About time. Yeah, about time, mister. I'm gonna hang out in Colorado Springs and hang out with the clan. Hey, there's less clan now. That's true. You did good, man. Are we sure I might not have to perform a rite of cleansing on you, Rhea? No, I think I'm quite fine. Thank you. As you see William and Dimitri show up and Mark, Kyle, Cora, you notice a young man standing with them. You haven't seen him in three years. Coral big smile you're actually alive good at like and give him a hug like Matthias yay as he as he freezes as he goes this was more hugging than last time she's gotten better at it mm-hmm. she'll she'll hold him back by his shoulders why are you here the fetish from silver tara or avalon stopped working about a year ago they tried to recall you yes and they sent me out I have spoken with the lion, and Maybe we should talk about this somewhere private. Sure. As you guys go off, and go, he goes, Your friends, I think, are part of it. A night biter seemed to jokingly say that your destinies are intertwined, but I think that what the lion said confirms his theory. Jonathan always knew more than he let on. The lion said that I must walk with those who have walked the green path to find the fairy gates in the Umbra to speak to a queen of winter. Then I must walk with one who stands with the dead to speak with lions who hunt upon a distant shore of white sand, reed ships in a black sea that leads to a great maelstrom. Finally, I must walk with two who have experienced loss, one of home and one of tribe, or at least members of their tribe. Doesn't have to be right away. I know that you're all doing something for a moot, but we should leave soon so that Lion can resurrect my tribe. Well, we didn't spend all of that time finding you and making you safe just to stop halfway. So of course we'll join you. It would be an honor to do so. Cora will speak up a little bit. We 
Though we do, they are getting ready for the moot. We do have one more task to complete before we can leave. Kyle, you don't know yet. Cora's gonna drop the bomb. Malcolm has died. What happened? The last run, or the first run in. Ah. And we do need to speak more, more privately. Yeah. Okay. William, Dimitri, since you came back with Matthias, would you mind taking him to go get something to eat? Yes, Rio. Thank you. All right, let's go, Matthias. I know a, a few good choice dumpsters around. <laughs> As Matthias looks at dumpsters, I'm I'm joking. Don't worry, Matthias. While you may not like me, I can at least care for the food better than Dimitri. That's some we, good Chinese food in there too. We should. I know the good nothing. spots. <laughs> we shouldn't need more than thirty minutes. Okay. As they head off. Zeb already heard, but I didn't think that. I don't know what Matthias's standings, uh, thoughts on this are. Um, We need to find snow quickly. Malcolm said that there was a child. Just just a child? Like, does Bloody Snow have this child with her? Their child is my understanding. It was difficult since he was dying at the time for him to articulate where Snow was or what the hell is going on. Or whether it's... Is this some metaphor? Not... It didn't sound metaphorical to me. It sounded child. Tell Snow how much I loved her and they will call him a monster, but keep him safe. Malcolm was buying them time. Okay. It's just as confusing for me. I don't know how. I mean, I know how, how, but not how, you know? Well, certainly if it's from- true, it's, it's really bad. Because the child would become an object for other things to covet, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, if this has happened, this is staggeringly bad. And brings us much closer, perhaps, to what your tribe calls Ragnarok. I am equally shocked that you were all, I mean no offense, normally the efforts that you put forward are things only reserved for successes, but you kept the secret of the last White Howler. That's also an incredible omen, if if he is really serving Lion. Both of these things happening at once, well, are frankly terrifying, but yes, I think you're right. Finding Snow is going to be very important, and if she's hiding from the first Ronin and other things, she's doing very well so far. But it took an Elder Theurge to hold this thing off, wherever yeah. they went. He was being hunted. I'm trying to think of how long he might have been gone. Weeks? Months. Months, Months? yeah. And yeah. Snow's been gone longer. People, No one's seen her for oh, a long time. Well, imagine if they had seen her, if this is even possible, imagine if they had seen her pregnant. Yes, exactly. There are, there are cults that surround this sort of thing. Well, first, I guess, is finding Bloody Snow. We have her name. Perhaps we can track her. Maybe she's hiding well enough. It'll be something to consider, since Matthias is here now and asking for your aid. What he's facing sounds, well, equally bad. We'll figure it out, I think. I'll tell the lads when they come back. Sure. Explain it to them if if that works. No, and I, I think you're right. The Matthias is here now, 
unless something changes in the next little while before the moot. That's probably what we should pursue first. Are we going to hold this secret to just ourselves, then? I think it's worth telling. Which I secret? <laughs> well, Snow. Snow. It's worth... If we, if it gets out, as you said, this this child will become an object, of, a coveted object. Not a good thing. It puts Snow and the child in danger. Coveted object of what? Of greed? Well, or a vindication against the litany? There might be other Garu that will hunt this child, too. There's going to be a lot that might hunt it down. I wouldn't start looking at our own Cairn and saying who you trust and who you don't. Everyone here is dedicated to themselves to the fight, right? But we can't be everywhere at once. No, and at the very least, his his passing needs to be made public. At minimum. Yeah, for sure that. Perhaps the impact of that will give us some time. There could be a clever omission to the conversation that you had, rather than dying for the safety of the Cairn and nation, which is accurate enough. We all witnessed it. He did do as such. The time for mourning comes as you walk off to let William and Dimitri know what's going on. Two who should not be in unblessed union join bring forth one perfect whole, fruitful in form, but dark and ill-fated in spirit, perfect shall the child be called. Damned shall its mother and its father, doomed or saved shall be the world. The death song of the Croatan. And we'll find out how this shakes out next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We'll catch you in that next episode. Bye. 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 See you next time. <laughs> Thomas, say bye. Bye. Stop with your wife. <laughs> bye. <laughs>